Helm, set a course heading. Engage. Let's fly. We get to do what we love. Woo! We're going again. We get to reach for the best in ourselves. We get to reach for each other. Welcome, one and all, as Fantastic Geek Talk Star Trek, all the Star Trek. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hailing frequencies are open. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. And they they said it was dead. They said that it was going away, that it was waning, that this was canceled, and that was canceled, and then... Star Trek rolled up yesterday, Matt. They they beamed in, they warped in. Choose your metaphor, okay? And uh, you get pointed ears, and you get pointed ears, and everybody gets pointed ears, and everybody gets Star Trek for the foreseeable future. January 18th, 2022, I would like to propose as the Genesis Day for Star Trek. <laughs> Not Genesis in the sense of the starting point. Okay, Gene, love forever. But Genesis as in this planet of Star Trek, this universe of Star Trek exploded with Pete, I guess we'll take it from the top here. So first things first, uh the uh we knew the the return date for season 4 of Discovery. Um but the fourth season the canceled came... Discovery? In Yes, the one that's been canceled every season. Let's start with that. Uh, renewed for a fifth season, 10-episode fifth season, and then the announcement that the fourth season will conclude uh, on March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Pete, a date that we said, well, that's where the 13th episode would land, um, but clearly they're not going to bump into Picard. Oh, wait, Pete, what did they say for Star Trek Picard? I mean, this was, to me, the the shocking aspect was that not only would they overlap they would overlap for a couple weeks and it's not unique to just star trek discovery and star trek picard um i mean the the slightest retreat matt you know we've been told uh star trek picard in february and we've been gearing up around fantastic geek parts uh over here to potentially be doing them both. So we're, we're going to be fine. I know there's some people who've checked in with us online. Like, are, are you guys good with the amount of content? You know, we, we put uh, a version of the schedule out and people are like, you know, you, you're going to make it, um, you know, th this is what we love. This is what we sign up for and our cup runneth over. And that's not even knowing what kind of Star Trek or Star Trek Star Wars dates um, are, you know, somewhere in that area, which I fully expect we're going to have. And we'll, you know, we will beam down to that world when we arrive at it. However, um, Discovery 1 finishing up to Matt, the renewal for a season five. Yeah, uh, 10 episode, fifth season. Part of me says, oh, that's the shortest episode, you know, shortest season yet. Uh, first of all, I'll take it over a scenario that we had discussed, albeit an unlikely one, but a scenario we had discussed 
within the last month, which is, it's kind of weird they haven't announced season five. Uh, maybe this is it. Uh, I would be surprising, but all shows come to an end. No, no, no. 10 episode fifth season. Why isn't it 13? Why isn't it 15? Because of the mountain of content coming behind it, um, which we'll get to in due course. For the last three episodes of Discovery season four, the first three episodes of Star Trek Picard will be dropped concurrently. Pete, this and then other points where they repeat that, this, a, first of all, an unprecedented way for anybody to drop stuff. You want to say maybe Shades of Netflix dropping an entire season at once. Okay, yes. Nobody else really does that. I think that there are negatives like your most, you know, your most vociferous fans are done that day and kind of the fandom gets split up a little bit. However, you know, nobody, HBO, Netflix, this and the other, nobody drops their A++ series at the same time. Paramount Plus, who we have uh, taken to task many a times here, clearly creating the first three Thursdays in March as winning the day, nay, perhaps winning the week when it comes to social media, then we'll have uh, the continued run of that 10-episode season of Picard. Um, however, when the season finale of Picard happens on Thursday, May 5th, that is also the season and series premiere of Star Trek Strange New Worlds. So if they don't bust the doors off you in the beginning of March, they're going to do it again in May. Just stunning. Absolutely stunning here. That's starting the 10-episode run of Strange New Worlds, um, which will then back into, although perhaps not directly, because the Strange New Worlds finale, assuming there's no breaks, would take us to July 7th. And then if we're going to have... Um, Star Trek Lower Decks return in that first, second week in August. It's usually been like the, you know, uh, August 8th, somewhere like that. Um, that would be a little bit of time. But again, Pete, just an astonishing amount of stuff dropped. And we haven't even talked about the renewals. This is just the stuff mm -hmm. that we already knew was coming now having been dated. Kind of surprised one at the overlap, but I think, and Matt, you were wise to point out the business nature of that. Um, yeah, to me, it's the only thing that makes the, the only reason why you would overlap is because you need to expand Paramount Plus. I mean, Paramount Plus already has plans for you know more international growth. You want to knock the doors off of that. And my goodness, Pete, if we thought it was impressive that CBS All Access was being launched by one Star Trek series, one new Star Trek series. Wh what does it say about the strength of Star Trek? The times that we watched, the times that we canceled the subscriptions when there was no Star Trek, uh, you, we, you and I, and we, the fandom, what does it say that this springtime growth of Paramount Plus to, you know, across the globe clearly is being bolstered by doubling up these doubling up these dates here and making it absolutely appointment viewing for all kinds of Star Trek fans. If disco is your favorite, if Picard, the, the kind of more slightly darker, more com, uh, you know, contemplation filled uh, show, if you're ready for the older style, new presentation of strange new worlds and so forth. I mean, never has Star Trek been so strong as it is right now. And you consider too, so um, Prodigy came back 
was the the first one uh, out of the shoot here in this current run. And we've gone since November uh, and we will go through July without a break in Star Trek content. Because when Discovery went to its little hiatus here, you've had five uh, Prodigy, they're uh, four, four deep, three deep um, into that little uh, hiatus right now. Okay, we'll get Discovery back. We'll go from Discovery to Picard. We'll go from Picard to Strange New Worlds. Potentially, Matt, <laughs> there is a scenario where, you know, roll on the Strange New Worlds season one finale uh, in July, in early July, and then boom, season three of um, Lower Decks the week after that. Uh, so that's unprecedented in in my mind. Yes, we've had times when we have had um, two live action Star Trek shows airing simultaneously. Uh, the latest was 1999. We did an animated and um, a live action show for one week in November of 2021. This is the first time in, you know, those many decades. And in uh, March, it's going to happen for a couple weeks for live action for the first time since 99. And then it ain't going to let up. I mean, November to july potentially into august holy smokes and then talking about these renewals yes we mentioned uh, discovery renewed for uh, a 10 episode 10 episode fifth season we knew officially or at least <laughs> pete star trek picard has been working on season three for so long it was rumored as part of the season two and then covid shut down blah 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 i, I honestly don't know how official like, if this is the official announcement that Picard Season 3 is in production, but, you know, we all knew it. This was not something that was being kept quiet, right. uh, to say the least. But a reminder there, it's not maybe a new, new announcement, a reminder that uh, after this calendar year, there still are 10 more episodes of Picard Season 3. Um, the official announcement, and it had been kind of quietly hinted at, uh, the official announcement of uh, Strange New Worlds renewed for a second season add to that the official announcement of lower decks being renewed for a fourth season pete yeah. at worst this delightful animated show is going to run 40 episodes that um, to me was the shocker just in terms of we know that it's doing well but this is beyond the little animated ship that could. The response to it has been enormous. The embrace. Um, I have a, a colleague and close friend and, and Matt knows the guy also a Matt. And um, it is his favorite Star Trek thing of all the things that have come in there uh, since CBS uh, started with discovery in 2017 and it's the thing I had to get on him to watch the most. Um, so I think true to form in the animated nature tends to, you know, get a lower, uh, viewer response. People are looking for the live action when it comes to star Trek, there's only 50 plus years to prove that. But now this second animated series and the success that it's had, 
Okay. Don't sleep on Prodigy, too, because we've enjoyed those, and I'm looking forward to a new episode tomorrow, the one they did a couple weeks ago with all the, uh, you know, either deceased or retired actors. Really reverential. Uh, tomorrow's is called Time Amok, and I know they're very proud of it. So, you know, you, you, you've got me because of the name alone and the association with that classic original series episode um you know you, you bet you better make good on the music though if you're gonna call it that <laughs> maybe even do the cue in reverse or something like that and by cue i mean the musical cue not the uh, species but i mean four seasons like you said of lower decks okay never imagined that'd be the case so five on discovery we're thinking three is gonna be uh, the end point on Picard. And I think that's a more is less situation and give them a chance to end it on their terms rather than can we keep doing this with, you know, a, a man eight decades old. Okay. Uh, strange new worlds. They knew uh, what they had in that. And of course the confidence to take it to a second season. Okay. And four on uh, lower decks and then Matt, you know, we know Prodigy is doing well. They got a uh, second season as well. I mean, it, it 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 is beyond the wildest dreams. And even again, with the knowledge of you know Picard season three already in production, and Frakes has mentioned how he's going to direct Strange New World season, you know, part an episode, or he's going to direct episode or episodes of Strange New World season two, and that was ahead of the announcement. I mean, just the mammoth amount of the mammoth amount of episodes dated for this year. The notion that you know here Paramount Plus in scheduling what is ultimately four overlap weeks, if my math is correct, four overlap weeks that we know of. The three, the first three episodes of Picard overlapping with the last three of Disco, and then the last episode of Picard overlapping with the start of Strange New Worlds. Pete. Uh, to make a classical reference, this strategy has the virtue of having never been tried before. I mean, <laughs> no one does this. The idea is you sit and go, hey, do you like Handsome Guy? Because Handsome Guy is going to have a billboard in Times Square and a billboard in on Sunset Boulevard. And we're going to do you know viral marketing where there's whatever, whatever, so that everybody's looking towards this one thing. Instead, the one thing here is Star Trek. Uh, and the notion that the notion that the schedule can handle what three live action and two animated shows in one year, Pete. Look, Marvel hasn't ha has Marvel had five shows come out in a calendar year. Um, I'd have to do the math here. Ha uh, Star Wars certainly has not. I mean, it's like out of the blue, little we did, Star Trek. We did five Marvel Studios shows in 2021 but one was animated and again please understand i'm not denigrating animated but the production costs the moving parts of live action um and and you know everything that comes with that so uh i mean at least we'll equal that but matt i i think they've wound up it and you know while TV scripted, um, you know, offerings took a slight dip 
obviously during this pandemic, you know, we went over 500 scripted offerings for the first time uh, before COVID and things, uh, you know, dwindled back a little bit because of the difficulty of production in this era. But that's pushed ahead again to record numbers. I believe the number right now is 569 scripted offerings. So again, I'm, I'm, I'm available. But uh, to do it all in a row, like Star Trek is doing now, without a break, and one, like we said, product-driven, okay? They don't want people like us to be dropping our Paramount Plus subscription, and they finally figured out, what is the secret sauce to our service? Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. Okay, people like the good fight, and I believe they're four seasons deep, right? Okay. Uh, if not more, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, that's a, a series. It's it doesn't square it up for me. I've never tried. Okay, but uh, it's it's value added. There's the other stuff on there. I've certainly enjoyed the you know South Park exclusives they've they've done in the in the fall. Um, and and glad I've had the subscription. I don't know that I'd necessarily. And this is it. Somebody who owns every episode of South Park available and has seen them all. Um, whether I would have paid for the subscription service had we not already been doing it because of star trek and you know watching it and, and bringing it to our listeners um but yeah to get this all in a row and the potential that it could extend into august i mean matt is there a scenario where they go all right we're we're gonna go warp factor 9.9 drop lower decks july august oh Look at that. It's Picard season three in September. <laughs> I mean, can they do it? Has that ever been done? One franchise, a calendar, not a calendar, a literal year of content uh, might be some kind of record to strive for. I mean, people poo poo the Alex Kurtzman era of star trek but he's now presiding over five shows on the air and that's nothing to scoff at it seems impossible to consider that they're going to go from strange new worlds to immediately after that lower decks to immediately after that to more live action but i never would have thought that in the next handful of months we were going to get four weeks where there would be two hours uh on each of those four weeks, you know, and different shows and the whole nine yards, it just, you know, this is this is a crazy strategy, crazy in the best sense, because among other things, what does it say about Paramount Plus as a streamer? They're looking to be different. They're, they're not looking to be last place. And yeah, this all might be part of some larger corporate th thing, you know, we'll... Uh, Viacom, CBS, will it will it eat smaller companies to get bigger, or will it um, will it be eaten by a bigger company? I mean, this is not the action of a company that's just looking for a safe landing. So, insofar as Paramount Plus can be, you know, making a statement about the entire health of the company, I feel like this is a bit of a a bit of an action statement. And again, it's all Star Trek driven. Star Trek may save this company from getting gobbled up by a bigger company, which, you know, quickly is outside the scope of our Star Trek podcast. But Star Trek might save the day for Paramount Pictures 
being its own movie studio and CBS being its own broadcast thing uh, and not just being like, oh, uh, now, a, now a sticker that belongs to Disney or Warner or somebody else. Well, back to your paraphrase here about this grand experiment, I, I think they're doubling down. I think this is their attempt to see how viable they can be with all this pent up content. They're going for broke. And if by the time July's rolling around and they're not seeing any kind of uptick or even the stabilization of people staying with it for Star Trek, knowing it is the Star Trek network, um, then it may be time to say, hey, Amazon, here's the entire backlog and all these other shows currently going strong. We'll fold into you. We'll take the buyout, whatever. We'll, we'll be the, the Paramount channel on Amazon or what have you. But I don't think anybody can look at all this. And Lord knows, Matt, Gene knows they're going to try to spin this. Oh, they only did this so that they could continue to put out the new track. <laughs> Indeed, Pete, I have to wonder, okay, saving up all these announcements, again, some stuff, I, I think for most people, season three of Picard was well known, but was it, if I go back on Star StarTrek.com and ParamountPlus.com news, uh, how well known was it uh, to, to the lay people, I don't know. I have to think, Pete, some of these rumor mongers that have lied, have outright lied, who have said, hey, you know, Joe Schmo, who's walking to a coffee shop in Toronto, when you see a sign that says Star Trek Discovery pre-production this way, you are a liar. You have Photoshopped that. Oh, here's right. video of it. You are a liar. Watch my YouTube channel so I can tell why this, this, this guy who's just out for a walk, let, let's call him a liar on social media and so forth. To drop all of this, Pete, tell me where the leak is in the Star Trek ship here. Is it that Discovery has only been renewed for 10 episodes for a fifth season? Oh man, Pete, somebody, and I think it might've been trekmovie.com, one of, one of the Trek websites uh, on their Twitter, they did the math. Like currently right now, there's something like 40 episodes of Star Trek in 2023. So like we're one show away. We're one, you know, all right, take three weeks off. We're one, you know, hey, next month there's going to be a two-hour documentary on the impact of Star Trek. That's going to be your Star Trek stuff. We're, we're, we're that close. We're 12 weeks away from filling an entire year of Star Trek, and it's January of this year. That's mind-boggling at this point. Um, you know, we say it all the time. We're enormous fans of the content that they have produced we just wish the delivery was better and in particular more steady i mean i think of the gaps we've gone between star trek and again you know covid has been its own ball of wax when it, it comes to that um but i think they look at what is you know quickly become the gold standard in terms of you know, buzzworthy appointment TV with a Disney Plus. And is Star Trek ever going to be Star Wars and Marvel on Disney Plus? 
I mean, you can continue to push and hope so, but you've got that built-in audience. And these are not just people who will sign up because it is Star Trek. And you know what? If not every series is for you, that's just fine. But with five of these right now and all the health of these announcements to come yesterday, okay, I, I think we've finally given no quarter to the naysayers you know i i've already seen the the 10 from 13 as oh that's the final season and that's a downgrade listen they got they want to go out on five okay it it's still going to be greater than the four that star trek enterprise got and should that have gotten more absolutely okay but you know what did it do it, it launched star trek on TV again, you know, streaming. Okay. Super excited. Other than the one little featurette we've seen of strange new worlds. Okay. I adored Picard. I'm so looking forward to what they're going to do with, uh, John Delancey and with Whoopi Goldberg and, you know, with the Borg queen and all the stuff they're doing there and this time travel story, they're going to tell, we don't even know what goes on with the third season. Okay. But I can only imagine they're going to ultimately deal with the fate of Jean-Luc Picard and, and wrap that up with a nice, neat bow. And I think, Matt, we will be at some point in this massive run. And, you know, perhaps it's shortly after. And Picard season three is streaming. I don't know. I'll, I'll back off and say that'll be the first one out of the shoot in 2023. OK. And uh, look at this. It's the return of. Michelle Yeoh's, uh, you know, evil uh, mirror Giorgio in Section 31, or maybe even this long-rumored gestating um, Starfleet Academy series, whether it's going to uh, contain some spun-off characters from Discovery or what have you. Um, the point is the brand is perhaps as healthy as ever and yesterday was an absolute uh infusion uh hypo spray of confidence in terms of doing that and you know it is um it really is heartwarming to to know that people have reached out and kind of said not for their sake for our <laughs> sake are you gonna be able to podcast all this uh this really is a well, joy we do <laughs> yeah yeah like and and pete i have it I feel weird not to yeah i have Pretty it on, on the schedule and i know i put this on twitter as well like leaning into the fun i you know because i color code each month just so i can quickly look up stuff when you say oh yeah how about so on and so forth in gold is pete what i'm calling the golden hours okay we are gonna have on uh may 4th the Moon Knight season slash series finale. The next day, okay, will be the Picard season two finale and the Strange New Worlds premiere. The day after that, according to some sources, that would be Friday the 6th is when Doctor Strange 2 comes out. Other people have said, other places have said it comes out Wednesday. If they stick with the Friday, there's still going to be Thursday previews. So, Pete, potentially, okay, we could... We, and by extension, our viewers, you could watch Moon Knight the evening of the 4th, wake up on the 5th, 
watch Picard, watch Strange New Worlds, that night go see Doctor Strange 2. We'll figure out exactly what day which thing is getting podcasted, and there might be some days. Yeah, it, it's cool, man. I mean, you want to go to Patreon and, and you know, pull a little uh, tap in the tip cup for us. You know, we're we're all ears on that or more so go to like, I don't know, Spotify or Amazon or Marvel and say, hey, pay these guys to do this full time. Like <laughs> all, all ears, you know, um, it's funny, Matt, you mentioned 23. That's going to be the formal 10 year anniversary of Fantastic Geek. And, you know, some of the questions, too, have been. Like, did you guys ever imagine it'd be like this? I I think you listening have turned this into this, you know, starting with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and being on the what we still call around here the flagship for seven years. And, you know, now the thought that, you know, I don't know that Discovery goes seven years, um, but I'm pretty sure from 2016 to 2023 we can count that and if five is the end for them they've done it over seven years and yeah they had a rocky development phase and everything like that i don't think you couldn't have expected star trek's return and as a streaming show that its pilot goes over the air and the second part you know watch online and everything like that it's of its age but like I don't think you can argue against the success of shoring up the brand from something that laid fallow for so long. And Star Trek is first and foremost a TV franchise. And the films, let's hope that they figure it out, even if it's, Matt, you know, the model where, all right, let's let's make it stream on our streamer or whatever. You know, HBO Max looking into the the numbers uh in the past week what with the explosion of the peacemaker series and if you're not on that you need to get on that okay that the suicide squad is the most streamed thing they've ever had and that was a film that was released simultaneously on hbo max and in theaters okay and what has it done it's you know spun off this uh goofy character as only james gunn could and i think his involvement is key with that and doing it for a streamer and you know it's hitting the eyeballs and it's hitting the gestalt as well people are talking about this in terms of the the zeitgeist so uh yeah we we will we ain't going anywhere uh and you are an enormous part of that i'm so grateful i i will be so bold as to speak for matt um for you know all the people that we're constantly hearing from the encouragement the kind words just the support the listenership uh everything um you know we we do this it's a labor of love it's not our full-time gig uh i'd I'd make it my full-time gig again you know people help us out um but you know we love to talk about this stuff and we love to talk about it for you and with you. And I think that, uh, it's, it's a marriage made in the stars. And if it's star Trek, if it's star Wars, if it's Marvel, uh, we are it and it is us. Well said, Pete, I couldn't say it better myself. How can we keep this conversation going? How can people be in touch with you on Twitter? You find me on Twitter at Peter P I E. T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 12,000. 
325 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the PH, all one word, like it today. So if you're listening on any of our Star Trek feeds, we will update as we get closer to Discovery returning, to Picard returning. We've got a Strange New Worlds podcast to launch in the near future as well if you're listening on the pop culture podcast that gets everything that we do pete we have a quiet rest of january to us we have boba (laughs) fett 104 (laughs) and boba fett 105 that's it for january a little uptick in february before march and then the adventure in march then april's even bigger and it's going to be a blast uh it's going to be a blast lots of lots of lemon and honey for the old throat pete um, but I can't wait to take this Star Trek adventure into the stars, throwing some Star Wars, some Marvel, and so forth. It's going to be a ton of fun. With that, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you, Pete, the final Star Trek word. Theme us up. Theme us up.